too. I've been talking with them. I'm going to go to Okaboji one of these days and do an episode of them, and then I'm going to record an episode of theirs, and then we can kind of mm-hmm. cross-promote. Oh, this is like back in the day when like Steve Urkel would show up on Full House. Exactly. Like a nice crossover episode. Yep. We're doing crossovers. I think you should just get a gas-powered generator in your living room. <laughs> Just go over and give the ripcord a pull and start her up for every Open podcast. all the doors and windows, let the fumes out. <laughs> Got put some gas in the generator so we can record a pod. Oh. God, I'm, I'm just a silly Sally. I left my phone. Oh, my goodness. I tell you what, these kids these days, they can't do anything without their phones. Adam's addicted to it. He's always playing Candy Crush or whatever. Hope it's okay. I'm taking my socks off. My best ideas always come through when my feet are breezing. Let the dog bark. I actually just discovered a new. I actually called it a, a humor captcha test. You know what a captcha test is? I freaking hate captchas so yeah, much. They annoy but I, me. I consider it a humor captcha test because if you don't laugh at it, you must be a robot. <laughs> it's this. Ju- I found this Instagram reel of this stand-up comedian, and it's just it's my kind of comedy. It's very short. He goes, "This is my impression of an emo baby." This is my impression of an emo baby. Comedy's about taking risks. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. The audience. I find that very funny. (laughs) Goo goo gaga, goo goo gaga, (laughs) and like the audience like doesn't get it. It must be a bunch of Gen Zers because for millennials (laughs) that grew up with like Tom DeLonge and yes, Good Charlotte and My Chemical like. I can't tell you like every important person in my life I sent that video to. And I was like, like all my college buddies, they go, I need your reaction to this. And all of them that were like, this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I'm like, (laughs) yes, thank you. You get it. Like this, this is a great joke, but his audience just doesn't get it. And that's why he goes, comedy is about taking risks. (laughs) Thank you for letting me try. Well, but we have fun, don't we? Why we have fun. We do. We have fun. Hey, what's um, going on with your hat? Santa Claus with a golf club? Santa Claus with a golf club. I don't understand gang symbols. Explain that to me. <laughs> it's uh, it's mixing two of my favorite things together, golf and Christmas. I just thought it was entertaining, and I bought it. You've never mentioned golf to I-Y-K-Y-K. Me. If you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I, don't, I, know I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> this is, uh, I don't know the number, but welcome in to another episode of the Backroads and Bonfires podcast, uh, The Hat. So I've been getting into disc golf. Uh, so I go to Shields in Sioux Falls after I sold some cattle a few months back. I was like, it's time for me to buy my some of my own discs instead of borrow them. And I'm a big hat fiend. And these hats caught my attention. So for the first hour I was there, I sp- spent trying on hats, bought six hats, did not have the intention of buying any hats. 
You bought six? I bought six hats. Hats before cost I, like 30 bucks a piece now. Yeah, I spent a couple hundred bucks on hats. And then I finally made it back to the disc golf section. Is that the best one you bought right there? It's probably my favorite. Is he? He's not disc golfing, though. He's regular golf. It's Santa playing regular golf. Yep. Okay. I bought these in the golf section. I also got some other great hats. That new style, like the, it's a little smaller fit with the rope across the front. That's not a new style. That's a throwback well, style. Yeah, throwback style. That's getting popular now, I guess you could uh-huh. say again. Bought some of those. Those would look better on me if I lost some weight. Look a little bit better with a skinnier face, I think. Do you think you think if you lost weight your like hats would look better? I think I think the smaller ones would look better on me. It wouldn't look like I'm putting the Monopoly thimble on my head. <laughs> Adam, I did not think that about you. <laughs> I was going to send this picture like 20 minutes ago to you and Tom both. Okay. Uh, sad, sadly, Tom can't be with us tonight. He's being a great husband, uh, entertaining the family on a trip to North Dakota for a family vacation. Tom, we miss you and we love you. Uh, the movie Wild America. Okay. Do you remember it? I never heard of it. Okay. It's from the 90s. Wild. Is this like Homeward Bound? No, it's uh, okay. it's kind of like Homeward Bound with humans. Okay, Homeward Bound's for three awesome brothers about. go okay. on a trip in the wilderness to go take photos of wildlife, and they encounter all sorts of. Wait, I okay. This is ringing a bell. They encounter snakes. Yeah, in a cave at one point, and bears and lions and stuff, and wolves. I was one of three brothers. This movie sounds right up my alley. I do. I I have seen this movie in my lifetime, but I don't remember it. I loved it, but I forgot. I knew Jonathan Taylor Thomas was in it, but also in it. Co-lead, Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa. What do you think the movie set was like with that much 90s star power and heartthrob happening? Um, I feel like it'd be a hard day to get work done because of the women <laughs> behind the camera would just be ooing and eyeing over women. I mean, I mean Devin Sawa's got great hair. Yeah, but aren't they like 14? Yeah. So, no, the women aren't <laughs> wooing them because they're adults. <laughs> they're adults. But uh, Devin Sawa and Jonathan Taylor Thomas, who's that's third, a powerhouse Who's team. the third kid in that movie? Because that's that's tough billing right there. Uh, I, I, I remember him. I want to see if you remember him. Scott Barstow. Was he on Three Ninjas? No. Mm. No, he was not one of the Three Ninjas. Okay. He was not Rocky Colt or Tum Tum. <laughs> I had some friends that love that movie. I never saw it. Are you serious? No, I never saw it. Do we need to watch it together? It's a trilogy, first of all. Oh. They're all awesome, and I watched each of them 10 times minimum back in the day. <laughs> I love the three ninja movies. <laughs> I texted you the picture. Isn't the plot that like bad guys come into the house and they have to defend them? Yeah, so their moms. Scott Bearstow could not be less famous. <laughs> This guy has the he, most generic face I've ever seen. in 1998, probably. Dude, I don't even... Do I have a pretty good memory of actors and stuff? Uh, very good, yes. This guy is ringing no bells yep. whatsoever. Poor guy. I want Devin Sawa's hair in this picture. Isn't it great? Man, it's great. Yeah, it's uh, the three ninjas. Their mom's dad or stepdad is an Asian man who's who's very good at karate, professional ninja, teaches the boys how to be ninjas. And so then when bad people come after their grandpa, they have to save him. And they're like 8, 10, and 12. And they fight <laughs> off all the bad guys with all their ninja skills. And you they got a, a trilogy uh, out of this? You hear that a lot. There's a trilogy. 
Three Ninjas. The 90s were wild, Then man. Three Ninjas Strike Back, and then Three Ninjas High Noon, I think, is what the third one is. Okay, what is the deal with Westerns being... Like, remember Back to the Future 3? That was in the Wild West. Yep. Then you had Shanghai Nights and yep. Shanghai Noon. And yep. What is it about the Wild West being like a plot device if you want to extend a franchise? I don't know, more options, I guess, of encounters that could happen for the storyline. I really don't know. It happens a lot. There's like another big one I'm forgetting that wasn't like the third Jaws set in like a dusty Western town. <laughs> that took you a while to realize I was kidding. You like thought man, about it for a in second. In a man-made lake. <laughs> You're like, Jaws, dusty Western. It did no. take me about three seconds and then to you realize were like, you were kidding. You were like, hey, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness all right got some things to get to here two things okay wait wait are we diving into the actual topics uh no this okay, is just some opener because co- i have some leftover hot takes some well that sounds like a real food thing leftovers i have some leftovers from our hot take episode i want to reheat do you want to end the episode with those or no, do you want to get to them i need to get it off my chest all right i'm gonna you want how about you just get them off your chest okay and then i'll share these two things and then we'll get into the main discussion okay you ready I am. First one. Waffle cones are terrible. Why do you say that? <laughs> I love a waffle cone. No. Regular ice cream cones are the goats. We didn't need to improve upon that technology. <laughs> oh, no. Also, when you give when you give an ice cream um, server a waffle cone, they lose all sense of control. They're like, we're going to chocolate dip the waffle cone and then we're going to put whipped cream and fudge and sprinkles and we're going to shove wafer cookies into the ice cream like i get grossed out when i see like a waffle cone that's got every imaginable type of sugar attached to it (laughs) it's so gross like cool it on the waffle cones we don't need them actually they're too big no one needs that much ice cream they're big i like when they sog up a little bit Yo, you're a soggy bottom boy, aren't I'm a so- you? I'm a soggy bottom boy. More uh, ways than one. <laughs> I don't want to elaborate. Um, <laughs> waffle cones are bad. We got to stop with them when you stick with regular ice cream cones. Okay? I will say that bet my favorite cone on earth is the twist cone from Dairy Queen. Yes. In that the cone. The original. Those, I would say the, I like the original cones more, but I do like waffle cones. Can I ask you a question about the original cone? Yes. When they put that paper around it. What's the point? No, 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 no. Settle down. <laughs> I wasn't getting there. Hot take. That's yeah. a giant waste of paper. I think I think like literally like two weeks ago, I pulled the paper off and I said to my wife, I go, why do they do this? There's always the glue left over. And she exactly. goes, that's not glue. She goes, that's sugar. It's a oh, little sugar adhesive. I've always thought it was glue. Me too. My wife goes, no, that's a little sugar adhesive. It's edible. This is why we have women in our lives. But, but you're right. But. There's always a little bit of paper stuck to it. Yep. I always end up sort of destroying the side of my ice cream cone because I'm so scared of I'm going to eat some sort of foreign object that like <laughs> I take my fingernail and I make sure every piece of the glue and the paper <laughs> residue is totally off. I definitely don't do that. No, but I do. Like it was probably a year ago. I went to Casey's and I bought, I don't know. I don't know why, but I bought one of those like Lucky Charms or um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch breakfast bars. Oh, yeah. And I just, I was driving. I tore it open, took a bite, did not realize on the backside where I couldn't see, 
some of the foil thing was stuck to it and I ate some of it. <laughs> and it like my chest hurt for like <laughs> the entire evening. And I felt like I could feel the foil working its way through my body. And now and like I'm just scared of eating wrapping food on wrapping on food. Dude. That's why I'm always paranoid about the little scruff of paper that's left over when you tear the 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 coat what 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 is it what what would you call that the wrapping on the cone uh, I don't know sheath the sleeve is it sheathed oh yeah. sleeve's a good one paper sleeve it's kind of a paper sleeve yeah I I, I always like I'm just paranoid because first off until two weeks ago I thought it was glue I was like I don't want to eat glue yep and I don't want to eat shreds of paper because I remember eating that foil wrapper and I I mean I was texting my buddies I'm like guys I need t's and p's. <laughs> I need peace for my digestive system. I need thoughts and prayers. It's a touch and go situation over here. (laughs) I may have ingested foil. Can I share a food story with you? Yeah. Pedersen Luck. (sighs) Pedersen Luck segment is brought to you by Moonlight Lawn Care, which is owned and operated by Steve Botcher. He uh, will take care of all of your aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilization needs for your yard. Uh, He does not mow. So just his main four are aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilizing. And you can get a hold of Steve for all of your lawn care needs at 712-749-0698. That is Moonlight Lawn Care. Okay, so I told this in a Pedersen Luck segment like back in the first 15 episodes. Okay. When I was in college, across the street from one of my houses was a place called Great Wall. It was a Chinese restaurant open until two in the morning. I frequented it often. Oh, I, you know what kind of self control it takes to live across the street from a Chinese food restaurant? <laughs> Unbelievable. I went there. I would walk in. The workers would say, Oh, Patterson, you want the regular? General style chicken combo. Order a crab rangoon for $11.88. Crab rangoon, so mm. good. Is there so, actual crab in crab rangoon? No, nah, it's imitation crab. It's just cheese. I thought it was just cream cheese. It's just like cream cheese. Sometimes they put little chunks of imitation crab. Okay. So I wake up, I was working a construction job. Mm-hmm. I wake up the next morning after eating it, and I think I have a kidney stone. I'm in some serious pain. And I call in sick, say, I think I have a kidney stone. I'm going to try to pass it. And Have you ever passed a kidney stone? Uh, no. Me neither. I've witnessed my dad have one. It's not pretty. No, it sounds painful. Yeah. And so I'm, it, I'm in rough shape. And I go to the bathroom later that morning, and in my stool is a piece of green plastic and they had kids and stuff that were playing in the kitchen a lot of times. And I'm thinking like a little chunk of like their Lego or something maybe got in the food and I ate it. And when that thing was going through my body, it was not good. Can I just say this? Not good at all. It's not the kid's fault. It's not the restaurant's fault. How did you eat a piece of plastic and not know it? I went there after going to the bar. Okay. It was was when I was not living my best life. Okay. (laughs) Cause to me, that's like, and then, yeah, they put a full-size Lego in my food, and I ate it. It's like, all right, well, it shouldn't have been there, but also, like, you got to do your <laughs> deal. you notice the crunch? You got to do your due diligence. I just thought it was a piece of overdone chicken, I guess. You eat a piece of plastic. That's half on you, dude. <laughs> that's half on you. Uh, I'm sorry to the listeners um, who had to listen to that story. I thought it was great. Yeah. I was on the edge of my seat. Yep. Uh, what's another reheat? Uh, I got one more. Okay. We need to chill it out on the cornhole stuff. <laughs> like the lawn game cornhole. 
it's jump the shark it's fun to play mm, not really no. like <laughs> i get really mad when i see like professional cornholing on tv mm-hmm. and like these dudes they have like different types of cornhole shots mm-hmm. oh this is a block shot oh this is a drop shot this like stop dude you took something that was supposed to not be taken seriously and you took it seriously you know what i mean apologies to all of our listeners who love a good game of cornhole I just don't like what it's become. They wear the the super ugly like slow pitch softball jerseys. They're sponsored by like yeah. Johnsonville Brats or something yeah. on the back. And like you're not supposed to be that good at cornhole. Some of them look like they're getting ready to go ride Ragbra after they play in their jersey. Yeah, it's like Ragbra is kind of like karaoke. Like dude, don't did I say Ragbra? Yeah, you said Ragbra. <laughs> cornhole. Cornhole is like karaoke. Like <laughs> You're not supposed to be that good at it. Like, relax. Yeah. Karaoke. They're actually, oh, I thought you had a bocce ball segment coming no. up. What are we, so what are, <laughs> fortuitous segue. We talked about karaoke. Next door from Ryan and I, as we speak, my neighbors are having a karaoke party. I did not write this because of all this karaoke talk. Okay. I wrote this like two weeks ago. Something that's been that I thought about that bothers me. I fancy myself a good singer. I love karaoke. I'm a, uh, I'm a I'm a karaoke guy. I get up there, I sing in tune, I dance, I get the people entertained. What I can't stand is two things. When people who can't carry a tune and ISIS think <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And ISIS. <laughs> when people who can't carry a tune think they need to go up and sing some karaoke and karaoke's supposed to be bad. It's and not it's supposed bad, to be good. And they're off rhythm and they're like shouting the song. What if into the, song the mic? Is, what if the song is shout? It's a different story. <laughs> okay. But man, and I feel like I feel like people who are terrible at karaoke that go do it and make everyone else sit through it should be like publicly shamed. Isn't the point of karaoke though that some people are a little inebriated? Yes. Yeah. And I, I probably I probably get too worked up about it. Uh, I went to a karaoke bar in college a lot and became very good friends with the bar owner and the DJ because I would get up there and, and lay it down and slay it. And there was people that were bad and it would bother me. But you know what? I probably shouldn't be so judgmental. But it's always just do you think stuck there, in my craw. Do you think there are certain songs that need to be retired from karaoke? Uh, all Michael Jackson songs. I've seen way too many people. Michael Jackson's just so good. It's like you should never karaoke like Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston because because they're such good singers. No one can do it. And I've seen too many people completely just uh, just destroy. There's one song in particular that I think needs to be retired for karaoke. Love Shack. No. Why would you even say that? I don't know. Uh, Like I'm I'm angry at you. Like why would you? I'm just kidding. Um, it's "Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Ooh, I'm so another one that you can't hit Steve Perry's note. So don't try. That song in general, I feel like we need a moratorium on. Like I think as a society, we need to be like, hey, everybody, send out like an email or whatever we use for the Amber Alert system. Be like, (laughs) hey, we've talked. We're all gonna push pause on "Don't Stop Believing" for like three years. We're going to revisit it in 2025 and see if we're all missing it. If we're not missing it, we're going to continue on. If we do miss it, we'll bring it back. We're not playing it. Yeah. We're taking it off Spotify. We're taking, like, we got to let it breathe. Let yeah. it breathe for a little bit. I, I think do- Don't Stop Believing is one of those songs that we just need to chill it on. I do like the sound of our phones making that murderous noise, and it's like a PSA of no more Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> you're like oh amber alert oh what we're canceling don't stop believing 
<laughs> All right. Um, that song, um, Happy by Pharrell. Oh, yeah. Anything by the Black Eyed Peas. We got to be done with that for a while. Um, oh, anything by Rascal Flats. Life is a Highway is the worst song ever recorded. Yeah, it's not great. I'm with you there. It's you didn't go far enough. It's the worst song <laughs> that's ever been recorded. Rascal Flats, Life is a Highway. My baseball players cue it up on the bus just to mess with me. That's rude. Or if we're somewhere where music's being played, they will try to get who's ever controlling it to play it because they know how much I dislike that song. Hmm. Can I tell you a song I hate? Yeah. That I despise. If this is the one you texted earlier, I'm going to get up and leave. It's not that. Okay, good. Because that song's good. It's Benny and the Jets by Elton John. Um, that Hate song it. goes hard. Like, why Absolutely. don't you like it? I don't know what it is. It annoys me. I think it's terrible. Oh, I really like Elton John. <sighs> I like all his music. And I think he's an Atlanta Braves fan. I'm not kidding. I feel like I've seen a picture of him wearing an Atlanta Braves coat. Well, um, I really cool. like the man's music. I like he's his got, I like all of his music except that song. I'm not a big fan of Crocodile Rock. Whoa, Crocodile Rock's really good. It's yeah. such a fun song. I don't know what it is. Wow, 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 wow. I do like that part. Maybe I like it more than I think. It's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Don't Stop Believing. Terrible karaoke song. I'm out of hot takes. Those are my hot takes. Right. Cornhole and waffle cones. We're done. All right. We're done with them. I can live with that. Uh, I got a hypothetical hypothetical <laughs> here for you. I think you put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. I've got a hypothetical here for you. Uh, we're just making up words now? <laughs> yeah. All right. You're watching a football game. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, okay, I got to get that in my mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm watching a football game. Okay. Okay, there's 30 seconds to go. Does it matter who's playing? Nope. Okay. 30 seconds to go. Fourth quarter. The team with the ball down by three, they're going to try to score the winning touchdown. Okay. That team that has the ball, they have Forrest Gump on their team. Oh. And Forrest Gump needs to get home. I actually forgot about Forrest Gump and our fictional Hall of Fame athlete thing. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe that either. Would he be in for football or for running? Mm. Like distance running. I'd say distance running. Him and Steve Prefontaine. Yeah. <laughs> One's real, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Forrest, he wants to get home. Wait, wait, wait. I thought Forrest Gump was a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's got to go home. Are you asking uh, what you, play I call? You know, when Forrest, you know when Forrest wants to go home? <laughs> that man finds the end zone. He runs home. Yes. But on the defense, they're led by Bobby Boucher. And Bobby Boucher thinks Forrest said something bad about his mama. Who's going to win? Can Bobby Boucher stop Forrest? Or is Forrest going to win that battle and score? I think Forrest Gump plows right through Bobby Boucher. Forrest Gump is an emotionless, like, robot. Okay. Like, he doesn't... I don't think Forrest Gump feels pain. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The guy's, the guy's an animal. Based off his distance running, I literally don't think he feels pain. Yeah. I think, I think Forrest Gump, I also think Forrest Gump's probably impossible to trash talk. I am not a smart man. Like, he's <laughs> not even going to get it when you're trash talking. Yeah. Him. Yeah. No, my money's on firmly on Forrest. What about you? Yeah, that's kind of where I was leaning. I lean like offense. Good offense is always going to be good defense for the most part. But yeah, I see, I see Forrest kind of doing what uh, Bo Jackson did to Bosworth. Yes. And, and getting by him. For sure. But, man, Bobby Boucher, when he thinks someone talked bad about his mom or made fun of water, look out. But I think Forrest wins the battle. Uh, you have one draft pick, and in that draft, you got Bobby Boucher and Lawrence Taylor. Who are you taking? 
E. Bobby Boucher. You can I'm always t- give him bulletin board material. I think I'm taking LT. All right. It goes back to what I said in our pod about him. I don't think Bobby Boucher wants to play in the NFL. True. I don't think he loves the game. No. I think he just loves his mama and Vicky Valancourt. Yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> Double V. If he Man. had to move away from Vicky Valancourt and his mama, I mean, maybe if the Saints drafted him, he could make a career out of it because he can stay home. <laughs> the, in the one team he can stay he can home play in the Bayou. <laughs> the one team he could play for <laughs> is the Saints. Yeah, yeah. Oh man! All right. Well, that was a fun opening. Um, Ryan and I were discussing earlier today that we we're going to talk the main the main talking point here will be vacations we took as a kid. Um, I might sneak one in about that I took. I was still considered a kid, but I was in college. My family did not. We weren't a vacation family. Like we weren't like a every year for a week we're going to go somewhere in the country and do something. We went on one vacation when I was little and we went on one when I was older. We did like little mini vacations a lot, but I'd love uh, to hear some of your vacation stories. Oh, funny stories you had, things you experienced. Just you said you had some good vacation info. Why don't you start us off? Well, I had a little bit of a unique situation of my mom's entire side of the family, she had three, just three siblings. Okay. And I had like, I don't know, seven or eight cousins on that side. So my grandparents, all my aunts and uncles and all my cousins, we all went together to Shady Grove Resort for years, like all 18 of us. Where is that? Uh, Northern Minnesota. Minnesota. Rush Lake okay. by, by Purim, Detroit Lakes, Ottertown. Ah, uh, yes. Um, as a, Now that I'm an adult, I realize how hard it is. To get an entire side of the family to take the same week off of vacation for their jobs every year and go and want to go to the same place. And I just have such fond memories of Shady Grove Resort going up there, fishing with my dad in the mornings. And my uncle always had my uncles had boats with like, you know, tubing and stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't like water sports, but I liked being in the boat. And my uncles were like the nice kind of boat drivers. Um, I can't stand people who drive boats and their whole goal is like, let me see if I can scare the crap out of the people with me. What, what is with those people? What if the person on the tube is, wants that? No, 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 no. Okay. First off, we're talking about two different things. Um, if the person on the tube wants to be whipped, that's fine. Okay. I'm talking about these psychos that think it's funny that you're nervous, so they're going to floor it and purposely go over weight. Oh. They're going to go over like other people's wakes. And take like sharp turns where you're like... And they, the boat starts doing that thing where it's like, whap, whap, yeah. whap. And they think it's hilarious how scared you're getting. Yeah, I don't like that My so much. uncles never did that. They were the coolest type of people to boat with. For the people that wanted to be whipped around in the tube, they whipped them. It's fun I- to go fast if you're like smoother water kind of cruising but yeah the rough stuff not nah. there's a mini golf course right across the street my parents would get us a 10 punch card like you get 10 punches you get 10 rounds of mini golf yeah they would they would buy that for us like the first hour we were there and it was like you just got to use it up throughout the week you know don't awesome. don't go 10 times in the first day but i always loved in the last day when like i was out of punches i always had a couple of cousins that weren't big mini golfers and they're like but we can go. I have extra punches. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to call like 12 times this week instead of 10. <laughs> um, there was a cool lodge in the middle with like ice cream and pool tables. And grandpa used to take all the grandkids to the lodge in the evenings. You know, you're soaking wet from the pool and you got a little shower in. You're feeling good. And sure. Put some fresh clothes on for the day. It's like, it's like kind of dusk. 
Grandpa takes you to the lodge, get a little mint chocolate chip cone mm. action. Mm. So mint many chip. good memories from Shady Grove, and I'm very close with all my relatives on that side. That's awesome. Spent a week together up there in the cabins. What is it about mint chip as like the go-to when you're a kid? I don't know. I still like it. I had mint so chip. I. I had mint chocolate chip ice cream at the state baseball tournament like two weeks ago. Man, mint chip's ago. good. It is. I, I like if you're going hard scoop ice cream. I either go one scoop of chocolate, one scoop of vanilla, or I go mint. Mm-hmm. My dad always likes strawberry. I'm not a strawberry guy on, on an ice cream cone. Strawberry. I'll mm. eat strawberry in a dish, but don't give it to me on a cone. Yeah. You know what the best part about the ice cream cones in the lodge were? Sugar no, cones. No, no little paper sleeve. Ooh, and no waffle. No waffle, no paper <laughs> sleeve, just all natural, baby. Mm, that's the best. You never went on vacation? We did do one. Uh, with my mom's entire side of the family, similar to yours, <clears throat> to Minnesota. Where at Minnesota? Uh, Gold Lake in Brainerd, Minnesota. Just north of the cities, huh? Yep. We went. Uh, it was absolutely amazing. I was a, I'm was a big fisherman still. Have loved fishing since I was you're, little. You're an angler? I'm an angler, baby. And so is my mom's brother-in-law. Um, he's a big fisherman. So we took our family boat there. Then we also rented a pontoon for the week while we were there to have for larger family outings but me and him i remember we would go out early always on his boat and just it was my first time ever catching northern and it was so fun fishing in minnesota man it's excellent Mm -hmm. and uh i remember there was an arcade at the resort we were at and i spent a lot of time in the arcade by myself i'm the only boy my age on that side of the family really cousin wise there's one other but um he didn't really want to go to the arcade. So I spent a lot of time in the arcade by myself because I didn't play video games much or do that stuff. So when I saw mm-hmm. an arcade when I was little, I was excited. Uh, yeah, it was, man, it was a great time. I remember one morning my mom and two girl cousins made a plan that they were going to go wake up a bunch of the other girl cousins and family members with squirt guns. Like stuff like that. You just, you're on vacation. Let's get wild. You don't do stuff like that on a normal if weekend. You came into my cabin when I was sleeping and started shooting me with a squirt gun. Oh, they did it. I would throw hands. <laughs> they did it. And everyone yelled and screamed, and then they were throwing pillows, and it was a good old time. But I remember I was sick, and I missed it. I was sleeping sick in my parents' room, and I missed it. And I remember being really sad that I missed the squirt gun fight. Sick on vacation. Yeah. Not You're great. down bad. What, yeah. What an L. Yeah. I do also remember the pontoon we had. Did you eat some plastic on that vacation? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I've been known to. You had a piece of connects in your food? <laughs> <laughs> um i remember the pontoon we had uh did not have a ladder on it and we didn't know this at first and we went swimming one day we stopped the lake, went swimming, the pontoon? and my uncle was he was pulling us all up out of the water because i remember the platform was like three feet and i we just couldn't get ourselves up so he was just yanking us all out of the water like a bunch of dead fish <laughs> but yeah man it was good just a lot of fishing a lot of hanging out boating arcade did you ever did you ever meet some what, how old were you i was probably like 10 did you ever meet someone on vacation and get a crush i don't remember i totally i was a, always looking out for girls that's for sure i totally got a crush on this girl that worked in the lodge Ooh. at shady grove her name was jenna makes it so much more exciting to go to the lodge every day then oh yeah so much more exciting I spent way more time in the lodge that year <laughs> um so th- this funny story her name's jenna Shout out to people with the name Jenna. Yeah. It's a good name. Jenna Bush. <laughs> of all the Jennas you thought of. It's the only one I can think of on the top of my head. President George Bush's daughter. Only one I can think of on the top of my head. 
Oh, okay. All time Jenna power rankings. Bush one, and I can't think of another one either. Okay, so uh, any, well, yeah. Jenna from Shady Grove Lodge. There we go. Anyway, so um, now that I look back on it, I was like twelve, and she was like fifteen. Like I was way out punting my coverage, hey, even trying this it's vacation. You got to go for it, right? 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 So, um, yeah, I, I was talking to her all week, and um, it's getting towards the end of the week, and I'm like, man, I. Just, it's kind of like being at summer camp. Like, how do I stay in contact with her? Yeah. So I'm talking to my cousin, Matt, who's like six years older than me or something. And he goes, why don't you just like get her email address? And I go, I don't have an email. Like this was back in the, you know, whatever. What year was it? Um, okay. If I was 12, it was like late nineties email, man. Yeah, I was late nineties. So I've been like hotmail. Well, that's okay. This is the story. I okay. said to my cousin, Matt in the cabin, I go, how do I get an email address? And he goes, just get one at hotmail.com. This is so awesome. And <laughs> in my stupid, tiny, like 12 year old brain, oh, no. I'm like, what was your username? No, no, no. I just said, Oh, remember he told me to get one. Okay. I said, I'm not going to get an email address at hotmail.com. I thought it was M A L E. Like, I thought, she's going to think I'm a weirdo going, oh, yeah, my name's Ryan at hotmail.com. <laughs> and he was like, no, it's mail like the letter, like hotmail. <laughs> it's Microsoft. It's MSN. I go, oh, okay. <laughs> and oh. I ended up getting a, I ended up getting a hotmail address, and I got her email address, and we totally stayed in touch for Dude, like two months. Let's go. Yep. And then- uh, You ever wonder what she's doing now? Think she owns that place? No, she definitely doesn't own the place. I actually do remember her last name, but her name is so common, it'd be impossible to even look her up sure. on social media because it's like Adam Pedersen. There's a million of those out yeah. there. Um, but looking back, she was a couple years older than me. I think she was just being nice. I think it was more like, um, yeah, like, oh, like, like she would have like ruffled my hair and called me like sport. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I was too like in love with her for that week. You were and smitten. I, I was I was very smitten. And um Jenna, you were my unicorn that week. Great white buffalo. Thanks for being nice. <laughs> Thanks for being nice. And uh emailing with me for a couple months and then probably figuring out that this boy has a crush on me and I should just stop talking yeah. to him. Yeah. She ghosted you before <laughs> ghosting was a thing. I don't remember how it ended. But I remember, like, my friend Eric and I, well, from my Mount Rushmore of funny yeah. people, he <laughs> was like, we, it was so new to both of us. We He helped me write some emails to her, and we were just being very goofy. And, uh, yeah, she probably figured out, like, yeah, these guys are goofy. Do you guy. remember what that Hotmail address was? Mine? Yeah. Oh, of course. What was it? It's not active anymore. Well, Larry1310 at MSN.com or at Hotmail.com. Larry? Yeah, that's my nickname in high school. Huh. Larry thirteen for four years. I was Larry. In fact, if somebody calls me Larry to this day, I know they're an OG. Mine was Pedo eight oh seven. Oh, that is not good. P e d d o. Okay, because my nickname was Pedo. That is which now thinking about it, not a great nickname. No, you got to retire that one. Yeah, Pedo eight oh seven at hotmail dot com. That kind of that kind of email address gets you on a registry. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Thank gosh for that second D. Yeah, we uh that vi- that may, uh, vacation we took to Minnesota. My dad, whenever we talk about it, when me and my cousins and everybody are together, my mom's side, my dad always gets really down and upset at himself because he did not go. 
My dad. Your dad didn't go to Gold Lake? My dad did not go because he felt like he couldn't be away from the cows for a week. Even though he had plenty of farm friends. Did he, he done grow the to resent the cows? Uh, I think there was some resentment of the cows of himself. He's very, whenever we talk about the, we had the best time ever, he's, he's always, God, why didn't I go? You need to take that man to Gold Lake. I know. I want to take my dad on like a Minnesota fishing trip. Yeah. The poor guy. He didn't go. We just had the best time ever. He just, him and the cows hanging out for a week without the family. Poor guy. And you said you were how old? 10. You know, it's possible at that time. I'm a dad. Maybe, Maybe he, he was wanted like, some space. Maybe some peace and quiet for a week. I've never thought of that. But then he saw how much fun you guys had. I'll be honest with you. If my wife and kids were on a vacation without me, I'd be totally all for it for like the first 24 hours. And then yeah. I'd be like, this sucks. I wish I was with them. Yeah. Like the first night, just the peace and quiet would be great. But then I would, I would be mad about everything I was missing with them, all the memories and stuff. Yep. Ah, oh, man. We, uh, Outside of that, the only other family vacation I've ever been on was when I was in college, me and my sister and her husband and my parents, we went to the Black Hills for the first time ever. We did a Black Hills vacation, man. That was so awesome. I remember being back at college afterwards. You just go to Mount Rushmore or something? Yeah, Rushmore. We did Keystone. Um, Stop at Wall Drug while you're there. Big famous spot. You got to go to the Mitchell Corn Palace on the way. Okay, I've been to both those places. So many signs for Wall Drug. Wall drug. 50? What's 50 the, to 100 what's signs. The, well, that's just coming from one way. Yeah. What's the billboard budget of that company? Man. The annual billboard budget's got to be, I would say, conservative estimate, like 20.5 million a year? Yeah, 20.5. I was going to say- billboards? I was going to say 20.6, but we'll con- go with 25. Well, I said conservative. Yeah. It's a conservative estimate. True. That extra 100 grand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many signs. I'm not going to lie, though. It was pretty cool. I bought a cowboy hat and a pocket knife at Wall Drug. How old were you? Uh, 20. <laughs> 20. Actually, I think I was 21. What's the pocket knife play? You doing some whittling? I don't know why I bought it. Are you a pocket knife guy? Do you always have one? Uh, Just on the farm. Yep. Always but, cutting twine off bales. I've never been a pocket knife guy. I got a really good DeWalt one now. Real but sharp. I've never worked jobs where pocket knives came in handy. I use it every single day. Yeah. Got to have a good knife. Got to have a good knife sharpener, too. I bought a high-end knife sharpener. To resharpen that baby. It's not just like a stone? No. It's not. It's kind of got some stone on it, but it's not a wet stone. Mm. But I remember being back from that vacation, sitting at my job at college, and I was just like, gosh, that was so fun. I, I wish I would go back. That was you just, just like wearing time. your cowboy hat at college and yep. whittling with your knife, and you're like, yep. I want to go back to the Corn Palace. Remember the times, man. It was so much fun. A lot of hiking, a lot of walking. There was. I remember we came across a creek that was like insanely cold and we all stood in it we all rolled our pants up if they had pants on we stood in it up to our shins to see who could do it the longest random you guys were like fear factor before us fear factor <laughs> yeah i won of course <laughs> <laughs> right around i feel like the year 2000 we all kind of started doing some of our own vacations for a while we went to tampa Ooh, my, me and my parents and my brothers what do you do in tampa we went to a Rays game which was awesome what else did we do? Good food. I don't know. Food's not as important to me as it is that's, to you. Yeah, it's one of the best things about vacation is the food. Yeah. Listening back to some of our podcasts, whenever food gets brought up. I get excited. You make a lot of noises. Yep. I get real excited about food. <laughs> I don't remember what we did on that vacation besides the baseball game. Maybe we, is there like a bush gardens? Maybe you went to a beach? 
We did. We did. We drove across. We, so Tampa's on the Gulf side. We drove across to Oceanside because, like, me and my brother's never been to the ocean. So we got to experience that. Um, Saltwater's overrated. Yeah. Um, but it was cool to say I've been in the ocean. It was really fun. I had, I had a good time. Back in the Wisconsin Dells. And my dad was riding go on the go-kart track and some kid got his go-kart stuck like on a portion of the track, like away from the start, like where the workers were. Okay. So my dad gets out and gets his go-kart unstuck. Oh no. And the go-kart rolled back and like peeled my dad's big toenail off. Oh, we had to take him to the emergency room. No good deed goes unpunished. No, they shot his toenail with a like a laser put a couple holes in it and like stitched it on and they're like that's gonna die by the way eventually and fall off oh but i remember like my dad did this nice thing by helping a little kid get his go-kart unstuck and it kind of put a damper on vacation he had a freaking toe was just destroyed for the rest of the vacation man but that was my dad he's a nice guy he's gonna help some kid who's go-kart was stuck on the <laughs> what a guy he's like stuck on like a side rail or something like he couldn't move so what a guy. Yep. He had some open-toed sandals. You don't race in open-toed Man. sandals. Yep. Racing 101. Come on. <laughs> you got to cover the feet. Yeah, you have to. One of my, uh, by the way, speaking of go-karts, my freshman year of college, very first night at college, me and some friends from Alta uh, went to a go-kart place, and we got kicked out for life. Never allowed back because we were- Where was this go-kart place at? Waterloo. Okay. We were a little crazy on the track. Um Rubbin's racing, and they stopped it, kicked us out, and said we were never allowed back. What do you think would happen if you went back? I bet my face is up on the wall somewhere. No, <laughs> no, they'd probably let us race again. But yeah, that's the kind of pre- that's the kind of people uh, I, that we were. I want to find out. Like, I want you to next time you're in Waterloo, I want you to try to right. go. I'll, like, do, I'll, I'll how go Facebook great Live. Would it be if you like walked in and right away the guy was like, "Get out!" Hey, like, you. As soon I remember as you stepped foot in the door, he just goes. Pedersen. <laughs> I remember what you did in 2005, you scallywag. <laughs> yeah, you rap scallion. Yeah, we uh, we did like a bunch of, I would call them mini vacations. So my mom is from Spirit Lake. and I've heard of it. Yep. Great place. Great town. Um, got good food places there. Tweeters? Tweeters. Man, one of my favorites. You know they sell a hamburger with peanut butter on it? Hamburgers with peanut butter on it are legendary. Well, my friend did it and he's like... I go, is it good? He goes, I'll never do it again, but I'm glad I tried Ooh, it. Peanut butter, bacon, and a fried egg on a burger. Great. <laughs> that, Great. Okay. Whoever made that was doing like Mad Libs on the menu. You got to try it, right? Like peanut butter, bacon, a fried egg on a hamburger. It's really good. Like it would make as much sense if you were like, and some Mike and Ike's on it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Mike and Ike's. Such a random. Okay. We got some Mike and Ike's. Some cake frosting, <laughs> mustard, and a ham loaf. <laughs> oh, but we we did. Uh, so my mom's uh, parents and also her sister and brother-in-law both lived on the lake there. And so, with my mom being a teacher and having summers off, and my dad being a self-employed farmer, summer is between planting and harvest. So had a lot of time to do stuff. And so we would go take like a bunch of three-day. Okaboji weekends to do Arnold's Park. We'd go out and boat in my family's boat. We'd go tubing. We'd always take the boat and like go dock at a restaurant and go eat, stop and swim. And I'm yeah, I'm really thankful for those. They invested a lot of time in our summers to go and having fun 
Spirit Lake a lot. So, you know, actually, we took a ton of vacations because if you add up all those little three-day vacays and you got to go to the Nutty Bar stand while you're at Donald's Park, some days you'd get there, not a lot of people at the park, and you got to ride that roller coaster like 26 times in a row without having to get off. What's a Nutty Bar? It is a square chunk of ice cream Mm -hmm. dipped in chocolate, and the chocolate's covered with, like, little peanut chunks. It's amazing. Nutty Bar stand still exists in Arnold's Park. It's very busy all the time because it's so iconic. Never been to Arnold's Park. And they have the vanilla ice cream that's got like the yellowish tint to it, which is my favorite kind of vanilla ice cream. Is that a New York no, Dude, New York vanilla? It might be. New York or Boston, one of them. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, so good. So good, bro. <laughs> there, It's not a pod without Adam getting like excited about foods and oh, going, man. Mm! Dude, when I think of those Boji Summers nostalgia, and then like you're going, you're all my cousins live there too, so we're hanging out with them. They're going out boating and hanging out, and it's just a great time. Football in the backyard. Me and my dad would find time to go fishing. I'm the youngest of all the cousins on my mom's side, and so it was always cool for me. Like the the parents were all super laid back on vacation, mm-hmm. and every night of vacation, like the parents would either hang out in one cabin or they would go to bed. And we would figure out whose cabin we were all playing cards in that night. Dude. And like my cousins letting me like play cards with them when they're all like 18, 17, 16, whatever. And I'm like 12. That's awesome. Or like 10. We used to, do you ever play the game Between the Sheets? Uh uh. I think that's what it's called. Um, So they flip a card over and then they flip a second card over and you have to bet. Well, first they flip one card, and then I think you bet whether the third card is going to be between the first two or not. And I yep. remember early on in one vacation, I'm like 10 or 12 or whatever, I won $18 playing between the sheets. <laughs> and it funded all of my like pinball and billiards <laughs> and ice cream and everything for the whole week. I had a little butter tub. And like this is this is totally me as an adult, even yeah. as uh, with gambling. I, I won that $18 and I go, I'm done. Literally pulled all the quarters off the table into my little like butter tub for the week and went to bed. And I was that's so totally, responsible. It's totally my personality. Like, I'm not going to try to double this. I'm not going to risk it. I would have lost it all. I just funded my whole week of fun. Man, you're responsible. Yeah. But I loved every night playing cards and like there'd always be like a cooler in the cabin with like Mountain Dew and mm. the parents just, <laughs> the parents just let you like, just let you loose on that week. Yeah. That week, my dad was always so strict about like pop and stuff. No holds barred, but vacation. not that week. Yeah, he was just like, "Go ahead, have a pop, buddy. Go nuts." Yeah, yeah. Our parents are our parents are a lot cooler than we gave them credit for back in the day, especially on vacation. Yeah, for sure. I uh, vacation dad is a great dad. It's great. It's great a great version dad. of dad. Yep. Yeah. Great dad. Yeah, a lot different than dad who you're walking beans with when you get back home. <laughs> yeah, you're back home going. Where's vacation, Dad? <laughs> uh, one thing you'll appreciate that I loved about my little mini vacation. You don't know me. You don't know that I'll appreciate like, it. Oh, you will appreciate don't it. Don't judge me. Okay, All go right. ahead. Well, we'll just find out. Okay. You know what? Those three-day weekends meant meant I could finally watch Sports Center in the mornings. I appreciate this. Man, I looked forward to waking up in bowl in at my grandma's house in Spirit Lake. Uh-huh. Getting a bowl of Rice Krispies. Just plain Rice Krispies. No sugar. Just plain Rice Krispies. I used to sprinkle a little sugar on mine as a kid. Not anymore. Sports Center for like three hours from 7 to 10 in the morning. Just watching the same one. Yep. Yep. So great. Did Was Grandpa in the picture? 
Uh, yeah, he was. He went to a nursing home when I was 10 or 11 or 12, maybe something like that. And so I did know him for a little bit. Not, I mean, I would not really because I was so young. I would have liked to like actually be an adult and get to know mm-hmm. him and stuff, but I didn't really know either of my grandpas. Every once in a while, my mom would drop me off at my grandparents' house before school and yeah. they lived a couple blocks from the school and I would walk to get on the bus. And so like I would have to eat breakfast at my grandma's. And yeah. She always just had plain Rice Krispies. God, it's, it's like a grandma thing. I love them so much. Yeah, just because pl- plain any, Rice Krispies. At any minute, they might have to whip up some Rice Krispie bars. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's Rice Krispie treats are my favorite dessert. Yeah, and it's only three ingredients, right? Yep, butter, marshmallows, and there you go, Rice That's Krispies. It. That's it. I don't like when people church it up and they put like M and M's or yeah. sprinkles. Like, get out of here. Not necessary. Also, don't make a Rice Krispies treats bar, but out of like fruity pebbles. Yep. No. Nope. Not or, necessary. Original. Just give me straight up. I'm a traditionalist. Yep. Yep. We heard about that with cinnamon rolls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, another thing I just remembered is those Spirit Lake trips always meant a trip to Pizza Ranch. Love me some Pizza Ranch. And at the time, Storm Lake didn't have one. Yep. So it was an adventure. You get to go Pizza Ranch, eat all that gravy. Also, <laughs> my mom's uh, parents started a clothing store that still exists. My aunt and uncle run it now called Evans Clothing uh, in Spirit Lake. And the cousins, every now and then, we would, like, ride our bikes or rollerblade there. And then we'd go in the basement and run around and hide and play with the mannequins and stuff. Random. <laughs> but that's a core memory. Yeah, that's that's a core memory. When we were on that vacation in Minnesota with my family when I was young, my uncle and aunt who owned, who lived on the lake in Spirit Lake and owned a boat, um, my oldest cousin, cousin Angie, is, I don't know, 15 years older than me. No, she's not 50. She's 10 years older than me, maybe. I remember being young, and she was driving the boat one night to go to a restaurant. We were all on the boat together, and I remember sitting there thinking, this is crazy. Why is she driving the boat? I don't understand how she knows how to drive the boat. And she was she was like 18 at the time, probably, mm-hmm. and literally had a family on the boat and drove it all the time. But I remember thinking, like, things are weird in the world because my girl cousin knows how to drive this boat random. I don't know so, why I thought that. So, like... So you were a misogynist from a pretty early age. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Women shouldn't drive boats. <laughs> one of your dumbest takes. <laughs> yeah, I but I was like, what is going on? I can't believe she knows how to drive the You're boat. Like, maritime travel, that's man things. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't know how to do a captain's log. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because all the men in your family were keeping logs of their boat time. Oh, my gosh. That, isn't it funny sometimes when our stupid little kid oh, brains just think? So dumb. Yeah, I still remember that. I was like, "This is weird." I don't know. My uh, your, your, your little kid brains like, "What's next? She's gonna try to vote." My, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm happy. I'm super close with my niece and nephew. I love them to death. Um, my sister and her and her uh, husband and my niece and nephew. They they take a lot of vacations. They worked hard in life. They're successful. They take vacations. I'm very happy for my niece and nephew because they're getting to experience all sorts of amazing things. What kind of vacations they taken? Uh, they went to San Diego earlier this summer. San Diego. Yeah. Okay. And my nephew is just like me. He loves Asian food and shrimp. See if he loves all the all the good stuff, which Roller is awesome. Rollerblading and mannequins. Yep. And- Rollerblading mannequins. <laughs> <laughs> um. They're going to uh, Greece, I believe, next summer. The musical or the country? <laughs> the country. Okay. Might see the musical while they're there. You're the one that I want. <laughs> they're going to that. Uh, where else have they gone? 
they've taken Black Hills. They've taken the kids to the Black Hills. Um, I'll have to try to think of some of them, but they they travel. Some people a lot. are big vacation people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Whereas our family, like my wife and I, were like, well, summers for baseball. Yeah. And then when that's over, we'll go see some family. Yeah. We have talked though that as the kids get older, we would like to do some more traditional vacations because, like, honestly, every vacation we just go to my in-laws in yeah. northern Minnesota for a couple reasons. One, we live so far away, we only get to see them like twice a year. Yeah. Number two, it's free. We just stay at their house. Yeah. Um, but and the third thing is like we can literally just stay as long as we want, and we just decide when we want to come back. There's no checkout time. Yeah. But as the kids get older, we're like, we should take them to like. I don't know, somewhere with like a museum or we should go actually see things, not just whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But that's expensive. It gets, it gets really expensive. It is spendy. Yeah. I want to travel so much more than I do. I want to go. I mean, I'd love to just go out and go on solo vacations by myself for five, six days at a time. East coast, Pacific Northwest. I just love to travel so much, but I just feel like I really can never leave because of the cows. This sounds familiar. Yeah. It's funny how history repeats itself. Yeah. I want to go on a motorcycle trip. I want like me that and like one other buddy to like literally pack everything on some motorcycles. Um, there's this company called Wingman of the Road and they make like a one person tent that ties to your motorcycle. Like I actually saw one of those today on Facebook when I was searching for campers. They're kind of long and like, yeah, there's like a flap that you tie to your motorcycle that creates like a little awning. Yeah. And then you sleep in the one person tent. Like, yeah, I want to get a, me and my buddy or like my brother-in-law or something to get a couple of those strap them to the back of our bikes. And like, I don't know, just ride motorcycles to different cool places for like five days and sleep in a one man tent. I want to do that so bad. That would be awesome. Hopefully you out there uh, have enjoyed listening to this and had some. Yeah, hopefully you thought back to your own vacations as a feels, kid, man. Vacation. Is- we didn't even talk about like the actual car trip. Ooh, back when my mom was like, oh, go ahead, riding shotgun with the Rand McNally and like, <laughs> yes, get, this is like before MapQuest even. Like, yes, my mom would literally chart a course on the big map thing. Yeah, you highlight it. Yeah, and like, remember, remember how big those maps were? Huge. It's like a giant five book. foot wide, and yeah, and like it was always folded up, like it was a, for it was a book, right? Yeah. So it was always closed, and in the in the pocket on the back of the like passenger seat, like and it yep. filled up the whole pocket. Yep. And I remember, like, yeah, my mom getting that out and like literally navigating, like, okay, what highway is this? Yeah, we need to get off on this highway. Do you think people these days even have that ability anymore? No, my mom I've, was like I've, Magellan. I've, I have often wondered, like. If we took someone who's like 25 years old right now and told them they had to get somewhere five hours away, but could not use their phone if they could do it, like no phone, no map quest, actually have to look on a map and do it. Uh, that's another little mini vacation. My dad and I and mom sometimes do. We would, uh, we always tried to go to a twins game in the summer. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I remember the old 494. You took, you were like micro dosing vac- vacations. As we a were kid. just little two, two and three day shots at a time. Yeah. Just micro dosing yeah. vacation. That's yep. awesome. You're way ahead of your time. <laughs> Speaking of the car ride and maps, I remember it was pre-cell phone when we went to this Minnesota trip. And when we would have to, like, stop or want to stop for a bathroom break and, like, alert the other car, I remember we would pull up beside them on the road mm-hmm. and, like, have written on a piece of paper and hold it against the window, like, next rest stop, pull off. Oh. Because we didn't have phones. Yeah. So, we had a convoy of, like, four cars mm-hmm. on this. Or it was always, like... SUV, suburbans, whatever. This is what we would do. The people at home can't see this, but you would pull up next to a drive. Like 
if you were in the back, you'd have to pass everybody, and at each car, you'd go like this. What is that? A B? It's a P for P. Yeah, like hey, <laughs> someone in this car has to pee. I love it. And we, and then I remember when you guys didn't waste paper like we did. No, we just did the hand signal, <laughs> making a P with our hands. I love it. And it was usually me. It was always because I have a little tiny bladder as a kid. It was always so scary. Like I'm holding it and I'm going, oh no, we stopped at a restaurant like an hour ago, and like all my aunts and uncles. It's not just my family that has to pull over. It's and everyone. I did her tell my mom like. Hey, I have to go. And she's like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah. She goes, okay, Dale, start passing people. And we give the sign. <laughs> and like my aunts and uncles were always so cool about it. They never made me feel bad, but I, I always felt bad. And then it'd always be a huge relief. And like my aunt Chris or somebody would be like, Hey, I had to go too. Thanks for saying something. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. I'm not the only one. When you, when you did that, you felt you could relate to Kevin McAllister at home alone when the whole family got mad at him. Yeah. You, I mean, they weren't mad at you, but you were thinking like, wow, I'm like, I'm I like related Kevin more, from Home Alone. I related more to Fuller. <laughs> Easy on the Pepsi, Fuller. We already packed the rubber sheets. Fuller. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, here's one thing that happened on vacation car ride one time. I had to pee in a coffee can once because my dad's like, we're not stopping. Nice. So I peed in a Folgers can. Yes. Yeah. Love it. You ever done that? We would do, we would just pull over and pee on the side of the you road. You want to talk about stage fright? I'm in a crowded, barely that is, barely that is some serious pressure. Barely extended cab Ford truck. Ryan's got sweat rolling down his forehead. I'm like, don't look, and I'm <laughs> peeing into a Folgers coffee can in the back because we got to make time. And then eventually we got the walkie talkies. When like cell phones still were counting minutes, it's like yeah. we're not going to use cell phone nope. minutes for this because it wasn't after nine yeah. or a weekend. Especially, we don't want to be roaming. So yeah, we'd oh yeah, because you're in Minnesota, so roaming. you're roaming. Yep. So we would just walkie talkie like stop at the next rest stop. Ryan's got to pee. <laughs> I was definitely the person who would make a stop. I got I still to this day uh, smallest bladder of anyone I've ever known. Did you have like a Game Boy or something? Uh, eventually. We had, so we had license plate bingo. Yep. I always packed, my mom always said like, pack a small backpack of things to do in the car. Crossword puzzles. Um, word finds. Yes. Goose, word finds. Goosebump books. Yes. I had a quiz whiz. Did you ever have quiz whiz? Sure did. Quiz whiz was fantastic. I would do quiz whiz. Um, eventually, I bought my cousin's Game Boy off of him. So that was cool. Um my brothers would do the CD player with the headphones. I was too young. I didn't have one of those yet. Probably had a Sony Walkman cassette player, maybe. Um, but yeah, mostly, mostly I was a big reader in the car. Same. Goosebump books and boxcar children and stuff like that. I yep. wish someone would take me on a vacation where I could sit in the back seat and just read boxcar children without getting car sick. <laughs> That's all I want in life. Like, just make me feel like a kid again for one well, day. If you and Nadine take a trip, I'll come too. I'll you drive, drive. You sit in the back. When's the last time you sat in the back seat of a car for a long drive? It's been uh, a while. Years. Because I usually get shotgun. Here's a, here's a stupid thought. I honestly cannot even remember. Here's a stupid thought. Do you ever wonder what it's like to ride in the back seat of your own car? <laughs> Whoa. I do. That's weird. We have a DVD player in our SUV. Yeah. I so badly want to take a road trip where I can sit in the back and be like, I wonder what it's like to ride in the back of this car and watch a DVD. I'm always in the front of that car. Oh, wait. I don't even know what the back's like. Mm -hmm. I just want to experience it. Well, invite me on your next trip. 
You do you ever wonder what that's what yeah, the backseat of your I'll own car is like? I'll come. I'll just. I've never. I've never thought of it, but now I want to go sit in the backseat of my truck <laughs> just to see what the world looks like <laughs> from back there. You're gonna you're gonna walk by someday and double take. I see a head in the backseat and walk by. I'm just sitting on the backseat of my truck, experiencing just it. staring forward like a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a weirdo! Oh boy. Ah oh, man, yeah. Well. I hope that brought back a lot of memories and trips and nostalgia, and you guys can now, next time you're with your families, reminisce about your vacations. Someday, someday those stupid cows won't stop me from going on one of my own. Yep. All right. Amen. Thanks for having me, brother. It's always fun. Um, that was another fun episode of the Back Rows and Bonfires. Check us out, social media, Spotify, have a listen. Uh Share us your hot takes. Share your hot takes with us. There you go. Hot, hot. Boom.